A court rules barring thin blue line flags on township property is unconstitutional, and a mid-state man is charged with threatening a member of Congress. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WMITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Wednesday, November 15th, and this is being recorded at 925 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. So let's get started. A federal court has decided a resolution prohibiting the display of an American flag with a thin blue line on all township property in a Delaware County community is unconstitutional. It ruled in favor of Springfield Township's police union. Now, the dispute stems from a resolution from last January that prohibits the use of the flag on township property by employees. But the police union uses the flag on its logo. An attorney for the union calls it a resounding win for the First Amendment. The township in the lawsuit expressed concern the use of the flag creates discontent and distrust within the community. Red Cross volunteers are preparing to offer emergency shelter to people who might be displaced by disaster. My colleague Rachel McDevitt reports problems like flooding are happening more often with climate change. The American Red Cross is conducting trainings to make sure volunteers are ready to set up and run temporary shelters for people who can't return to their homes. In Mechanicsburg, volunteers learn how to register clients, prepare a dormitory with tarps and cots, and what to do when people show up with pets. Disaster program manager Melinda Rosario says the most common disasters in Pennsylvania are house fires and floods. She says the changing environment means volunteers can be called up any time. We used to have spring flooding and fall flooding, and now we just have flooding all the time. So far this year, the country has had 25 climate-related disasters that cost more than $1 billion each. In the 1980s, such expensive weather-related disasters averaged about three per year. In the wake of sexual harassment claims at the state capitol, the Senate is introducing legislation centered on transparency and accountability. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports two bills are being proposed. One Senate bill, which has Republican and Democratic co-sponsors, would require sexual harassment investigations of claims submitted by government employees be done by a third party. Another would require information about settlements in sexual harassment or misconduct claims be made public. The state recently settled a case in which Vareb, a key figure in the Shapiro administration, was accused of sexual harassment by a co-worker. So non-disclosure agreements prevented the parties from commenting on the investigation. The administration had cited NDAs relating to the inaugural team during the transition from Governor Tom Wolf, leading to criticism over a lack of transparency. Representative Abby Major of Armstrong County and several Republican representatives are also expected to unveil a legislative package related to sexual harassment. Democratic lawmakers are looking to seal eviction records from the public eye until a final court ruling deems the tenant at fault. Two bills, one in each chamber, have been introduced. Minority Leader Jay Costa of Allegheny County is the primary sponsor of the Senate measure. He says it's necessary to block hurdles preventing people from finding a safe home. What we have to do is find ways to remove barriers, making certain that we are taking steps to be able to provide folks the opportunity to find a home and be able to move into a home and not be shut up because they have aspects of, of their background that's going to prevent them from being able to do that. A spokesman for the Pennsylvania Apartment Association tells our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, his group has not taken a formal position on the legislation just yet. 
A rebranded sports gambling service owned by Penn Entertainment has launched in Pennsylvania and 16 other states. Now, Penn signed a $1.5 billion deal with ESPN for rights to the sports media giant's name in August. Under the deal, Penn will operate ESPN Bet while the network promotes the app across its online and broadcast platforms. And police in England have arrested a man on suspicion of manslaughter in the death of a former Pittsburgh Penguins player whose neck was cut by a skate during a game. 29-year-old Adam Johnson was playing for the Nottingham Panthers against the Sheffield Steelers in an October 28th contest when he was struck by an opponent's skate blade. South Yorkshire police did not name the suspect or provide his age. He is in police custody. The player whose skate cut Johnson's neck was Matt Petgrave, who plays for Sheffield. All right. When I got into the office this morning, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania, checking for stories that may be of interest to you. And I wanted to make sure I put them on your radar. So here's what you need to know. A mid-state man is facing charges of threatening a member of Congress. PennLive reports 61-year-old Robert Lee Ingalls Jr. of Mechanicsburg is being charged with one count of criminal complaint with the interstate transmission of threatening communications following voicemails that said he would harm a U.S. congressman. The Department of Justice says Ingalls called the main congressional office answering system in Washington, D.C. on November 6th and left two voicemails saying he was going to kill a specific congressman. The name of that congressman was not released. It was later determined Ingalls made phone calls from his cell phone while in Mechanicsburg. He faces a maximum sentence of five years imprisonment, a term of supervised release, and a fine. And now a follow-up on a story we've been talking about this month on The Morning Agenda. Dozens of community members have spoken up over their elected leader's decision to halt funding for the Quarryville Library Center in Lancaster County. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, reports they showed up at the library's meeting of the Board of Trustees, prompting the board president to note it was the biggest crowd ever at the gathering. You may remember that Fulton Township supervisors announced at their November 2nd meeting the township would not give its customary $1,000 donation to the library next year. Board President Scott Osborne said the decision came about when supervisors discovered the library provides access to LGBTQ plus materials that they say don't reflect the community's values. After the decision was announced, figure skating icon and Lancaster County native Johnny Weir stepped up to cover the loss of funds. He's an avid supporter of both his hometown and LGBTQ plus causes. Quarryville Library Center is one of 14 libraries in the library systems of Lancaster County. So I know you know it, and I know it, but I'm just going to say it anyways. The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear... Please share it with your friends and on your social media channels because you can play a big part in spreading the word about the morning agenda. So now, let me know what is the one song that's rattling around in your head today. Reach out to me on Twitter or on Blue Sky. I'm at TLambert895 on both of those platforms. You can always email me as well. Tim underscore Lambert at WITF.org. And if you really like the morning agenda... How about sending me a voice memo about what you like about this podcast and maybe, just maybe, it'll end up 
in a promo about the podcast that airs on WITF. Now be sure to check out our Spotify playlist. It is called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. We change this playlist every month. So for this month, you'll find my latest song, the one I picked today, Luscious Jackson's Naked Eye. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Be well, enjoy the rest of this day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.